This is a podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. With it being bank holiday weekend, I don't know whether anybody, I guess you are all the same because I've seen the same adverts as you have that um, when it comes to a bank holiday weekend, the idea is to begin a project, is it not? Yes. (laughs) Some have just finished projects and won't be starting another one until 2027. Amen, brother. (laughs) Uh, Some some maybe are considering starting projects. Anyway, the reason that I I tell you that is because I guess um, we are driven to try and do things to make things better or improve things to try and make things look good and also well just to make a progression forward don't you think and this story this morning is all about that sort of stuff it's stepping into and preparing um, for I guess what Solomon is about to to do for the Lord but one, when we, as we'll unlock this story in a moment, what, what we'll find is that, um, well, when you think about a project, and I, again, you, you might be like me, that when you think about a project, I think, okay, I can do that. that it doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, yeah, I, I could do that. And, and then the reality sort of kicks in, and the pressure's now arisen because your wife's thinking, he said he can do this. <laughs> Anyway, so then what seems to happen in my world is a sort of a little bit of fear creeps in. Any, anybody else? Yeah? A little bit of fear creeps in. And I'm like, well, I've said I can do it now, but now I'm petrified because if this goes wrong, I ain't going to look great. It's not going to go well for me at all. Anyway, I had one of these moments. We've been in our house for, uh, for six years now, and we've wanted to convert the loft for six years. The only reason being is, is we wanted to make a space where we could send the children. <laughs> I don't know whether that came out right. Uh, we, but we wanted somewhere where they could go and they could share the same uh, computer system and then you don't you know, have to worry about it and you can regulate time. That was what we were thinking. <clears throat> so I boarded it out at Christmas. One of those, you know, that midweek section where I even know what happens. I boarded my loft out. But I needed a loft hatch with a ladder because you can't get into it. So I thought, well, let's, let's go for it. So as time's passed on, we've decided we found a ladder, we bought it, it arrived. When I measured, when I, when I measured, in my head it fit. And I said to Lol, not an issue. Let's just get it. It'll be fine. I'll sort it out. So last Friday, not this Friday, last Friday, I'd already got the ladder. I knew it was here. I knew that all I got to do was just crack on with the job. I measured it up. I went upstairs. I had a look. And I realized not only was it longer, it was wider. By a lot. (laughs) Laura looked at me when I got the tape measure in my hand. And she sort of went, it's a bigger job than you thought, isn't it? I love that phrase. It always is a bigger job than I thought. So it's a bigger job than you thought. And the truth is, it was a bigger job than I thought, and I put it off last Friday. I know, the shame of it. 
I had an entire working week where I wasn't sleeping very well because I'd got a project that I knew I'd got to do. Slept terrible last week. The reason being is the loft ladder needed to be done. So, <laughs> I started Friday afternoon. At 10 p.m., Jack went to bed. <laughs> I'd got still some stuff to do. I'm not kidding. It was a mammoth task. It's in, though. You can't use it. You can't use it. I worry, <laughs> I worry if anybody uses it. Last night, there was a bang in the house somewhere, and I was like, the lofts fell down. <laughs> <laughs> now, I hadn't shared that with Lol till this morning. She was like, what, you worried it might come down? I hadn't really thought of it like that. I might be. A little, <laughs> yeah. We've worried about a few things in the past. But the reason that I tell you that is because often when things come into our life, we, we get full of fear and, I guess, anticipation that everything could go wrong. Um, and I don't know whether you are the same, but as you read this story, for me, as I looked at this and as I understood, I guess, what, what was happening here, David, Solomon's dad, he's had the dream, he's had the desire to build this wonderful temple. And God has said, this is what's going to happen. I want this here. I want this over here. And you can see the vision laid out. If it was today, he'd have gone to the kitchen designer and got a 3D drawing to the millimeter. He knew exactly what needed to happen. But God said, but you're not the man. That's tough, isn't it? You've got the plan, but you ain't the man. That'd be a good sermon title. Instead, I went with overwhelmed by the task. I really should have thought it through. <laughs> so God says to David, actually, what I want you to do is I, I want you to tell Solomon, your son, the plan, and, and he's going to build it. Now, we think of David and his situation, but spare a thought for Solomon. Because imagine the task. Imagine taking over from one of the greatest kings that Israel has ever had. You're going to take over from your dad. And not only are you going to take over him, from him, this warrior, named by God as a warrior, yeah? That's the name I want. I'm trying for that. <laughs> I want that name. But named by God as the warrior. And he says, what you're going to do is you're going to take over from him and you're going to build what your dad's dreamed of. Now, talk about being overwhelmed by the task at hand. And I guess if you've thought about it for any length of time, the amount of fear and anticipation and anxiety that that would build up in you, because you'd think to yourself, well, what if I'm not good enough? What if I can't do it? What about this? And what about that? And what, what happens if I get it wrong? And what happens if... Everything that my dad's trying to tell me, the king is trying to tell me, what, what happens if I, if I do something and it's not right and it doesn't look right and it doesn't feel right and it's not how it's meant to be? But in this story, there's a few things that we really have to hone in on. And I believe there's some incredible teaching for us in our own walk with the Lord. Because David, the warrior, David, who had conquered on the battlefield, was now going to hand over to one of the wisest kings that Israel would ever have. Solomon was the man. 
and God had handpicked him. Solomon was the man and God had handpicked him. And I wonder whether you sit there this morning, male, female, young, old, it makes no difference, whether you've thought to yourself, is, is that God asking me to do that? How could I do that? How could I talk to people? How, how could I be the person who maybe gets involved in whatever it might be at church? How could I be the person that could possibly even think that I could do anything? And we can find ourselves, I guess, like Solomon may have been in this situation thinking, blimey, there's a lot of weight on these shoulders. <laughs> I think we can safely say that Solomon would have been a little bit fearful. And as you look at the situations and the, um, your position as you sit or stand or whatever this morning in your life, it's so easy, isn't it, to let your mind run riot. Because if you think about things too much, and, and again, it's a, a, a failing of mine, that I overthink things, and then they become bigger than they were intended to be. Anybody else like that? That, that something that isn't really a big task has now become huge, and I'm worrying that I could upset the last seven generations of my family. Anybody else like that? And then what happens is this. I know that I love the Lord. I know that I'm here because he wants me to be. But I also let the enemy in. And I give him a soapbox. Yeah? A chair to stand on. And he tells me, Matt, you, you ain't got this. You can't do it. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Even in that tone. You, you have no idea what you're doing. The best thing you could do, pal, is walk away. Now, you may, in some way, over the years, have experienced that. And I learned something a long time ago. Um, not that long because I'm not that old, but <laughs> I learned this. And I'm going to be brave here. The enemy's a liar. <laughs> the enemy is an absolute liar. And there is no doubt in my mind, no doubt in my voice. He is a liar. And he stands on a soapbox, he gets himself on a chair and he says, you ain't got it. And you know what? There's, I guess there's two ways to react to this. And I could say, do you know what? I have got this. And I might just fall into his trap. <laughs> have you thought about that? I might just slip into his trap. Because no, I have got this. I can do this. But my advice is not that. My advice is what we see here in Scripture. And something happens. It's a portion that I've got highlighted in this story. Just two verses. And it changes the way that we deal with the enemy. Because we don't deal with the enemy by going back to him and saying, I got this, pal. I got this covered. Chapter 28 and verse 9, David says this, and he says, And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion. 
and with a willing mind. For the Lord searches every heart and understands every motive behind the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. Consider now, for the Lord has chosen you to build a temple as a sanctuary. Be strong and do the work. Consider now, for the Lord has chosen you to build a home, to build a friendship, to build a church, to build relationships. The Lord has chosen you to do those things, so be strong and do the work. You know, David's wisdom here, passing on to one of the wisest kings that is going to be, his wisdom tells us that Solomon started in the right place. His advice was good, so he started in the right place. And where he started was, he was seeking the Lord with all his heart and with all his mind. Seek him, he says, in all you do. The message has not changed. All of those years ago, David's wise words to Solomon, his son, and also then Jesus' words to the Pharisees that were surrounding him, trying to trip him up with the law. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. As Jesus declared to those Pharisees around in Matthew 22 and verse 37, you can read the story around that section. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. You know, maybe you've been called to do those things that we've brought out there, to live the life that God has called you to live, to live with him at the center of all you do. And I believe that's the calling on all of our lives if we place our faith and our trust in him, that he asks us to live life with him at the center. Everything begins and ends with him. Every decision we make, every breath that we breathe in has to be centered around God who we worship. And if that's what we do, we can be assured that he will never leave us nor forsake us. His word tells us over and over and over again. And he tells us so many times because we quickly forget. Maybe, just maybe, he's calling you to live that life that he's called you to live that God-given purpose. And if that's the case this morning, then listen and take note, because Philippians 4.13 says everything. Such a well-known verse. Because when the enemy says you can't do it, I don't return to him and say, I can. I return to him and I say, no, but God can. And he is going to. For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Amen? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And David tells Solomon in verse 28 of the chapter that we're reading, at verse 20, sorry, he says, be strong and courageous. Words that have echoed for generations. 
Words that I'm sure at some point you've either had on a card or in a picture or on a pencil or even up on your wall at home. Be strong and courageous. And church, I'm telling you this morning that God has told me for us that we are to stand firm. We are to keep doing what he's called us to do. Not to be afraid, not to get worried about the task at hand, but to step up and say, I haven't got this, but God has. And the Bible tells me that he is going to build his church and the gates of hell aren't going to stand against it. Amen? And this is the God that we worship this morning. We're praising his name. And you know why we do that? Because he's able. He's able. Not you, not me, him. And everything that we do, everything that we do is for him. Amen? We're going to worship together, we're going to stand and we're going to sing God is able and then we're going to close in prayer. And this morning I want you to leave this place with that encouragement in your heart that says, Lord, I might not have this, but I know you have. I know that I can't do this, but with you I can do all things. And that, this morning, church, is what the Lord has called us to do. So let's worship him, let's bring our praise to him. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.